Welcome to the Victorious Life TV broadcast. I'm Lisa Boldo, and in this broadcast, I'm talking about kicking fear to the curb. What do I mean by that? Well, it's probably pretty self-explanatory, but so many people struggle with fear. And so I kind of want to break it down and then show you how you can kick it to the curb and you never have to walk in fear right? We, you know, we've all heard 365 times in the Bible, it says, don't fear, right? Do not fear. So this is what I want to talk about in this broadcast. So where does fear come from, right? Where does fear even come from? And what is fear? Fear is a spirit, right? Fear is a spirit. It comes from the devil and it's a spirit. And we know this because 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God has not given me a spirit of fear, right? He hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. I love that. Think about it. God has not given you a spirit of fear. It's not from God. So if it's not from God, who's it from? It's from the enemy, his adversary, our adversary, right? So spear, uh, spear, fear is a spirit and it comes from the devil. So with this in mind, in John 10, 10, Jesus said, the thief, the thief, who is the thief? It's Satan. The thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So the devil uses fear as a tool to rob you of what belongs to you in Christ, and you got to just keep this in mind. And have you ever noticed how it's the most difficult? I mean, it is the most difficult right before a major breakthrough, right? How many of you have ever experienced that? I know I have, right? It's sometimes the pressure is so great and you feel like I just can't even go on another second. I just can't go on another second like this. And then what happens? You go on for another second and then you go on for another second and then you go on for another second and then before you know it boom breakthrough and you're like oh my gosh and I almost gave up right you know I can remember a time in my life and I still remember to this day because of how strong the pressure was going back many years ago and I remember being on the phone that night with my friend Lisa and then talking with my brother afterwards and my heart was so broken and so busted up and this is I was new in the Lord and it was you know and you don't even have to be new in the Lord I mean this can happen to anybody right it can happen if a loved one goes home to be with the Lord or some kind of tragedy happens you know whatever it is we live in a fallen world but I didn't know Oh my gosh, I didn't know, I didn't even know a quarter of the things that I know now, but glory to God, you know, that the Lord always causes us to triumph. Mm, glory to God. So what I wanted to say is Ephesians 6, right, says to put on the whole armor of God so that in that day, you, when you've done all you've know, when you've done all you know to do, you stand. What does that mean? That means, you know what, when you have done all you know to do, you've put on the word of God, the enemy has come with you with everything he's got, you don't cave in, you don't quit. No, you stand, I mean, you grab on like a pit bull. Ugh, I'm not letting go. I'm not letting go. I. God is faithful and you declare, you declare the faithfulness of God. You know, Hebrews 11, right, we know that that's 
the faith chapter. And you see how, how that chapter talks about how all these people who went through these crazy hardships, but they had faith and they overcame because of their faith, right? Faith is the victory that overcomes the world. Faith in Jesus Christ. Faith in Christ. Because it's in Christ we have the victory because, because he overcame, we overcome, right? So, you know, he is the victory. He's the victory. It's faith in him that helps us to overcome. So the enemy just, you know, the enemy wants you to just speak the words out of your mouth. It's not working right? Maybe you're standing, you know, you're, you're, you've spoken the word of God or you've been ministered healing to, and you're not seeing that instant manifestation. It's coming. If you've set it in motion with the word of God, you've got to realize the word of God is true. The word of God is truth. And I want to make a point here. A lot of times when you're standing on the word of God, right? A thought of fear or doubt will come it does not mean that you are doubting, okay? I, I think I've said this before in other videos, but it's worth you know saying and repeating. Just because you have a thought of doubt does not mean that you're in doubt. What means that you're in doubt is if you, you get a thought of doubt and then you take that thought and now you act in agreement with it and you start speaking in agreement with it now you've come into doubt and unbelief. Just because a thought of doubt comes to you doesn't mean that you're in doubt. You, but what you need to do is you need to take that thought captive and, and you say, no, I don't receive that. Jesus is Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you are faithful, you are true, and you've already paid the price for my healing and for everything that I need to live victoriously in this world. Okay. Again, the enemy just wants you to say it out of your mouth. It's not working. Why isn't it working? You know why? Because the second you say that, he's got you. Why? Because the authority is in your mouth. You, the authority comes, it's Jesus' authority that he's given you, but it comes through the words that you speak. That's why words, oh my gosh, they're so important, right? They're so important. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. So what does that mean? It means that life and death is in the power, the power of your words. So by your words, you give life and death to things. Why? Because the Lord has given you authority. You know, and, and I'm telling you, there's one scripture I have been using the entire week. And those of you who may be on this call tonight that I've ministered healing to this week over the phone, you know, I've been using Matthew 6, Matthew uh, 619 that says, Jesus said, wait, let me just make sure it's Matthew 619 and not 1619. Um, 619, I was right. So in Matthew 619, Jesus said, I give you the keys to the kingdom. Whatever you allow, whatever you allow on earth is allowed in heaven. Whatever you don't allow will not be allowed. That's awesome. Jesus said, I give you the keys. I've given you my authority, right? You have the word of God, which is the sword of the spirit. You have the name of Jesus, all power in that name. Every, everything that has a name has to bow to the name of Jesus. And oh my gosh, you've got the power of the Holy Spirit. You've got the Holy Spirit that has all power in all power, 
right? Living on the inside of you. The very power that raised Jesus from the, death li from the dead lives on the inside of you. So you have every single thing you need to overcome any circumstance, anything in your life. You know, and I know because I'm, it, the thought just came to me right now, but many are thinking about loved ones right? Children, grown-up children who are maybe they're wayward right now. They're not living for Christ and you just don't even know how to, how to help them right now. You can intercede for them. As a parent, you can intercede for them. If they won't listen to you right now, you can go to God on their behalf. Just like Jesus, uh, the, the Syrophoenician woman came to Jesus and said, my daughter is possessed with a devil. I'm not saying your kids are possessed with a devil. I'm just saying that this woman came on behalf of her daughter. So that's scriptural. But you can come on behalf of your child and father in the name of Jesus, you know, and you can do warfare like that. And you say, in the name of Jesus, my son or daughter is, 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 going to be a mighty warrior for you in Jesus name and you say Satan in the, in the name of Jesus Christ you take your hands off my son my daughter you know whatever their name is you cannot and you will not have my son or daughter I'm telling you I've done this I have done this I've done it many times regarding my own son so I'm just saying when somebody is not standing right in front of you it doesn't matter your love can your love reach someone around the world absolutely so can you minister healing to someone around the world absolutely yes you can in Jesus name and you command and this is how it's gonna be you can have faith they put your their faith with your faith now if it's a, a son or daughter that you know maybe is wayward this is for someone because this definitely is not in my notes you know but I, I flow with the Holy Spirit and so I just believe that this is what the Lord wants you to know. You can absolutely intercede on behalf of your children. If they're not listening to you, you intercede for them. Satan, take your hands off my child in Jesus' name. My son, my daughter is a mighty warrior for Jesus Christ. You cannot have them, and I already declare that they are for Christ. And, and that's the way it's going to be in Jesus' name. And you say, Father... I thank you. I thank you that you have my son, my daughter. And just like you made me, you know, you helped me to come to you. I know and I trust that you're going to have them come to you. And it's just, it's just a matter of time, but I know it's done. And no matter what you see and no matter what they say, you stand on the truth of God's word. Do not fight with them and do not let anything come out of your mouth that says, you know, that where you're arguing with them and then agreeing with the enemy that they're not coming into the kingdom or that they're going to die in their sins. Or I, I mean, I know none of you on this, this broadcast would say something like that, but you know what I'm saying? And then we're having that fear come over you that because whatever it is that they're doing is so bad. No, you don't accept those images. You go in another room, you say, Satan, Take your hands off my child. I don't receive that. In Jesus' name, my son, my daughter is a warrior for Jesus Christ. And Father, I thank you right now. And I ask you to send a laborer across their path, Lord, that they will know you. In Jesus' name. And then rest. Because guess what? You did your part. You did your part. You know, I love how the Lord honored his mother. He honored his mother. And he sees praying mother's hearts but what you don't want to do is get into fear and then start speaking words of fear because then you're you're speaking death right you're gonna give life 
You're going to give life to things with your words. And by that, I mean you can also cause death with your words. You know, so if, you, if you've already spoken things that you shouldn't, repent for that. Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, I repent for having come into agreement with the spirit of fear and any spirit that opposes your word regarding my son, regarding my daughter, regarding whoever, your husband, your wife, whatever, whoever. And then you declare, in Jesus' name, Lord, I thank you that you love them and I love them too. And, and then you start speaking life to them. I speak life to them. I speak the life of Christ and the mind of Christ. And I thank you, Father, that you are drawing them to you to have the heart for Christ and to be that mighty warrior for Christ. You know what's great about Facebook Live? You can always rewind this. So that was definitely for someone. Okay. So... You've got to watch what you agree with and what comes out of your mouth. Because if you agree with the enemy, right, you're going to give life to that thing. And then the devil's will will come to pass in your life regarding whatever situation that you're speaking that over. So, and remember for yourself, Matthew 6, 19, Jesus has given you the keys to the kingdom. He's given you the keys to the kingdom. Whatever you allow will be allowed. Whatever you don't allow won't be allowed. So don't tolerate anything from the enemy. Don't tolerate his lies because whatever you tolerate will consume you. Don't tolerate it. Don't allow it. You say no and you mean it. And your authority, the authority that Jesus has given you, will. the enemy won't stand a chance. Okay, so remember too, regarding um, sickness, disease, Cancer, remember, anything that has a name has to bow to the name of Jesus. And I love, you know, Genesis 126. And I, and I bring it up all the time because there is sickness and disease all around us. And Christians, you know, they, they love God, but they really just, they, they don't know how to manifest healing, how to, how to bring it, you know, into their lives. And again, We've got the Word of God, the name of Jesus, right? And the Holy Spirit, right? And But here's the thing. God tells us, us to do it. He, like I said, and I've said this many times, He never personally healed another person after He was raised from the dead. He did it through people. And He's still doing it through people today, right? But you need to get... You know, to, if you're going through something or someone you know is going through something, you know, I know that people get on prayer chains and all this stuff, but a lot of times they're just fear lines. And I'm telling you right now, or someone hears that somebody has cancer and it's like, oh, you know what? Someone tells me someone has cancer. I'm like, let's get it. Let's, mm. no, no, it's not proper. It's an injustice. And, and I, I, I'm serious, like, I just, I have no tolerance for anything that the enemy is going to try to dish out. No. So you need to get with someone who is a strong believer and that knows how to take authority, use the authority. And, but this is my heart. And I know that, you know, this is the mandate that God's given me to teach, right? To train, to equip, and to send you out. Because Jesus said in John 14, 12, the works that I do you will do and even greater works, more works, because I go to be with the Father, right? And now with the internet, you know, we can reach people all over the world. You can reach people all over the world. But God wants you to be a light even in your city. When you go to the store, any, 
And you know what? It's going to take stepping out of your comfort zone and stepping out in boldness. And I'm telling you, the more you do it, the more you're going to do it. The more you do it, the more you're going to start seeing results. And, and you give honor and glory to God when you do. Okay. So, you know, I'm t I was talking about how to kick fear out and it always comes back to healing. But think about it. So many are sick all around us and they have fear. Right? Maybe you're struggling with something right now and there's fear creeping up on you. God doesn't want you to be fearful. You know, and again, he said, whatever you allow will be allowed. Whatever you don't allow won't be allowed. Okay? Matthew 6:19. And Jesus said in Luke 10:19, I have given you authority over all the power of the enemy, and nothing will be by in any means harm you. So guess what? You've got to use the authority that Jesus gave you, but you don't say, please, God, please, you know, heal this person. That's not how people get healed. You have to command in the name of Jesus, be healed. Okay. I know I talk about this all the time on videos. There may be some new to the broadcast, but you also need to hear it over and over and over and over. Otherwise God wouldn't having me repeat it all the time, but this is how you do it. You've got to speak. Jesus said right in Mark 23, Mark 11:23. And I know 11:23. I love it. It's my it's one of my favorite scriptures cuz 11:23 it's my birthday. It's cool. But he said, "Speak to the mountain. Speak to the mountain. What is that issue? What is that challenge? Speak to it." He said, "You have to speak to it. He's not going to speak it. You have to speak it, but the Holy Spirit in you, boom. You speak, boom, the Holy Spirit works. Jesus did the same thing when he was here on the earth, right? He even told the people, it's not me that does the works, but my father in me, right? It's my father. So you've got the father, son, and the Holy Spirit in you. You've got the spirit of Jesus in you, the father, the son, and the Holy Spirit, three in one. You know, so many people, you know, they say, oh, I wish I had, you know, that like could do the things that Elisha did and Elijah did, you know, and the prophets of old. And they're sitting there saying, oh my gosh, you've got the Holy Spirit living in you. We didn't have that. Oh my gosh, they're like what we would have done, right? So you've got to just keep these things in mind. Okay, how does worry come? It comes by not casting down the thought that tries to make, it, that tries to make itself higher than God's word. Okay, so... <laughs> You've got to cast down every thought that comes to you that tries to make itself higher than God's word, right? Right? 2 Corinthians 10, 4, you've got to cast down every thought because if you don't, those thoughts will become a stronghold. What's a stronghold? A stronghold is a thought that has a stronghold on you and you can't seem to shake it. That's how strongholds come. You need to have your minds filled with God's word as your strongholds. Like a thought comes, no. You know, somebody's diagnosed with something, no. Because you need to build God's word. Let those be your strongholds, right? So then it just comes out of you automatically and you can take care of anything you need to take care of. Okay. Worry comes by taking the thought that comes and saying it. Scripture to back it up, Matthew 6:31. Jesus said, why do you take the thought saying like why do you worry by taking the thought saying it that's how worry comes do you see how 
there's so much in the Word of God that shows us, you know, how, how and why things come and happen, but the answer is always there how to get rid of it. You know, if you're having a, a tough time, I know I keep doing this, I'm sorry, but my hair was freaky tonight. Anyway, not about me. So, um, you need to learn to, oh, sorry, I started to say about relationships. If you're having any t kind of difficulty in a relationship with a husband, a wife, a child, just remember these words. Edify people and glorify God. Edify people, that means to lift up, to encourage, to build them up. The opposite of tearing them down, right? Lift up, lift people up, encourage them, build them up, tell them. You know, if somebody is misbehaving, I had um, somebody wrote on a comment that they had a child that was just misbehaving and talking back and all this stuff and they didn't know how to handle them. How you handle them is, first of all, you're the parent. So if they're going to do that stuff, you know what? You got to remember, you're the parent, they're not. I mean, do you feed them? <laughs> I'm just saying, you're not going to, not that you're going to withhold, you know, food from them, but what you need to do is you need to say to them, that just, it was so funny because that just like came to me like, do you want to eat tonight? No, but that's not what you do. I was just joking. What you do is you say to them, you know what? This isn't even you. This isn't even who you are. I don't know why you're acting like this, but this isn't even who you are. You are better than this. You are amazing. God made you with a brilliant mind and you have an awesome personality and all you need to do is start acting like it. I love you. I believe in you and things are going to change because you're awesome. This is not who you are. You will shock them in a heartbeat and they will be like, what? They'll probably say, who are you and what did you do with my mother or father? <laughs> you know? But again, edify people, glorify God. Because when you edify people, you do glorify God. Now, some of you might be thinking, oh, you don't even know what I'm going through. You don't even know how he talks to me. You don't even know how she talks to me. Well, you know what? Been there, done that. And the Lord spoke to me back in the day and said, treat them like you would treat me and let me handle them. And I was like, whoa, okay. And I didn't say, okay, right away. It was like, I don't know how to do that. You have to show me. And you could say the same thing. Holy Spirit, show me. Holy Spirit, show me. Because when you are in a place where you're just angry and hurt all the time, uh, you know, honestly, you're fearful of their next move or how they're going to talk to you again. But what you may not realize is the way you might be responding or reacting, which is like, the same thing. And all that does is cause division. And a house divided cannot stand. I'll tell you what. I said a lot of the things that I wanted to say tonight. But I also, you know, again, flowing with the Holy Spirit. This is what was needed tonight. Edify people. Glorify God. By edifying people, you glorify God. When you contribute and fuel, you know, fire, right? You're not controlling your tongue. And the tongue, if you can control your tongue, you can control your whole body. The Bible says, right? You want to... So how can you learn to speak only God's word over things and people in your life? Romans 12, 2, right? You've got to let the word of God transform by renewing your mind, right? Your only transformation is only going to come by renewing your mind with the word of God. That's the only way that it comes, right? Reading the word, hearing the word, because faith comes by hearing. And you can read the word out loud because by reading it and Saying it out loud, reading it out loud, it actually, you actually internalize it 
better. So that's a really good thing to do. Just remember, the devil wants to rob you of peace. He wants to rob you of your peace. Because if he can do that, then you're going to be in chaos. You need to keep your mind on the Lord. You know, the Holy Spirit told me that when people stay sick, and I'm talking about whether it's sickness or pain, it's the same thing to the Lord. When people stay sick, it's because they're focused on their sickness and not on his stripes. Okay? Jesus took those stripes and he was marred. The Bible says that he was beaten so bad that he didn't even look human. And he did it for you so that you could be healed. Right? And so people know that he did this, but they're like, but how do I get it? You command in his name. And then you glorify him and then the Holy Spirit does the work. Your only job is to be a vessel to speak, to lay hands or to, if they're at a distance, to speak and just command and know that the Holy Spirit is going to do his job. The Holy Spirit knows how to get it done. And here's the thing. The Holy Spirit in you is the same exact Holy Spirit in me. Any person that's ever been healed by the Holy Spirit or raised from the dead, it's the same Holy Spirit because there's only one Holy Spirit, right? The same Holy Spirit that's in you, that's in me, did it. So does the Holy Spirit in me know the Holy Spirit in you? Uh, absolutely, because it's the same person. He's the same person, not it. He is the same person. So all I'm saying is keep in mind you have everything you need to overcome. You don't have to fear the enemy. You don't have to fear the enemy ever. You can kick fear to the curb and start living victoriously by implementing, right? Implementing the word of God, which is the sword of the spirit, the name of Jesus to, by which every name has to bow. Does cancer have a name? Yeah. Does, uh, and, and you know what? Even if you don't know the name of a diagnosis, right? It could be an unclean spirit. So if you don't know, you can just command unclean spirit, get out. Or you could, you know, you command any unclean spirits, all pain, all sickness, all disease in the name of Jesus, go, leave now in Jesus name. And then the Holy Spirit is going to do the work. So now you've set it in motion. Sometimes it's instant, right? That would be a miracle, right? That's what we call a miracle. And sometimes it's um, a process. They shall recover. Well, recover means you're recovering. They, you know, and, and it can be, it can be quick. It can be real quick. And the thing that you've got to do is not waver. Don't give in to the enemy when he says, just say it, just say it. You're not seeing it. Just say it. No, don't say it. You say, God, your word is true, and I trust you, and I believe you, and I know that, and you, and you say, I'm not coming into agreement. That, that thought has to go, and actually, then you start praising the Lord, and the enemy will flee quickly. That's how you submit yourself to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. That, the word flee means he runs. He's like, I'm out of here. He does not want to be anywhere where the Lord Jesus is being praised. 
So I really hope that this has blessed you tonight. And for those of you who have not made Jesus your Lord and Savior, let's do that right now. You want to get born again. You want to be filled with the Holy Spirit, right? Glory to God. So I'm going to take you through that right now. Just repeat after me and mean it with your whole heart because God knows if you mean it. And as soon as you mean this and you pray, the Holy Spirit's going to come right in and recreate your spirit and make you a new creation that has never existed before. Okay, then you need to get in the word and start transforming your mind because renewing your mind because that's how transformation comes only by renewing your mind with the Word of God. I also want you to let me know what you took away from tonight. You know, if you've got questions that you'd like me to answer, um, send me an email at info at lisaboldo.com. If you need healing, um, you know, if, if you're, you feel sick in your body and you, you know, you need healing, again, you can send an email to info at lisaboldo.com. I'm happy to minister healing to you as soon as I can. I will get back with you. Make sure you include your phone number. And um, But let's pray right now, and then I'll pray for you quickly before we go. Just repeat after me, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. And remember, if you're born again, you're a saint. I believe that you died on the cross for me and paid for my sins forever. And I believe that God the Father raised you on the third day. Thank you, Lord. I know you are alive now and you live forever. I ask you, Lord Jesus, to come into my heart right now, change my life forever, be my Lord and Savior. In your holy name I pray, and I thank you, Lord. Teach me your ways, <laughs> and baptize me with your Holy Spirit and fire. In Jesus' name. <clears throat> Welcome to the family of God. We are totally out of time, but let me pray for you quickly. If you've got anything going on in your body, you, I'm not going to, don't write what it is. I'm just going to pray. The Holy Spirit in me knows exactly what you need. So in the name of Jesus, right now, I speak to every unclean spirit, every, every pain, sickness, and disease in your body right now. And I command you to be made whole. I command any pain, sickness, disease, or unclean spirit to leave your body right now. Now, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, be made whole. Be healed right now in the name of Jesus. And in Jesus' name, so be it. Amen and amen. Amen. Now, do something that you couldn't do before. And just remember, oh, I, I could just keep going. You know, I'll have to save it for the next time. But just remember, the Holy Spirit follows intention. My intention for you is that you be made whole, completely well, okay? So, you, you know, it doesn't matter, again, if, if it's this or that or, you know, a finger, a it doesn't matter. The Holy Spirit knows. And I commanded you to be made whole from your head all the way down to your toes in Jesus' name right now. So, amen. And do something you couldn't do before. And if you got instant manifestation of healing tonight, make sure that you post it, comment, let people know that God's power is real. Jesus is still the healer today. Glory to God forever. So share the broadcast if this has been a blessing to you. Let, let's advance the kingdom of God together and equip people with this knowledge. And I love you. I bless you in Jesus. And I will see you on the broadcast next time. And I'll see you real soon. I'll see you before next time. All right.
God bless you. Have a great rest of your evening. Bye-bye.